technology um, and it's attracting more and more attention. Um, but it's going to take some time before uh, colleges start to develop more data science pathways to, to meet that growing demand for those skills. It's going to take some time then for the high schools to meet that demand for uh, students coming into college with some of those elementary skills and statistics and data science and then going down the change to middle school, elementary school. So welcome everybody to Behind the Curves. I'm Hannah and we have a very special guest with us here today. We have Mr. Young Saber all the way from America. He is the founder of Skew the Script and he's also an AP statistics teacher. So thank you so much, Mr. Young Saber for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. So I just wanted to sort of talk about your experience as an AP statistics teacher, as well as what your motivation was for starting Skew the Script. As I know, you have a very clear and very passionate initiative. So could you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. So I graduated from college, having studied a bit of statistics, um, and I went into the teaching workforce to start teaching. Um, high school math. And um, a couple of things stood out to me. One is that statistics wasn't as emphasized as I thought it should be, considering how relevant it is to mostly everything <laughs> nowadays. Um, and, and two, uh, how not only uh, unapplied uh, the curriculum was towards statistics, but also when you got into the statistics curriculum itself, um, a lot of it was pretty irrelevant to the most engaging contexts that we explore using data in our current world. Um, and in particular for me, um, and a lot of them were, you know, working jobs outside of school, had all sorts of responsibilities and limited time. And the types of lessons that was common, the curriculum for AP statistics, which is like working with M&Ms and, um, trying to look at the correlation between like your hand size and how many candies you can grab out of a jar. It just wasn't doing it for them. They didn't see an application to their lives in a way that motivate them to really get into the material as opposed to focusing on more of the immediate things that were going on in their lives. Um, and I didn't blame them because uh, I wasn't giving them a compelling context to learn about. Um, so what I did was I asked my students, what, what do you want to learn about? And they gave me all sorts of topics. They wanted to learn about immigration. They wanted to learn about police use of force and race. They wanted to learn about um, the Spurs chance at winning the NBA finals. I, I teach in San Antonio. So San Antonio Spurs, the basketball team here is um, a big deal among students. Um, and I started creating lessons based on those interests and those lessons morphed into a whole curriculum for AP statistics that is now on that site. I created Skew the Script. Um, and beyond, I think, just engaging students and particularly students who um, are not as engaged by the traditional curriculum, um, another goal of the, the site and the, 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 the materials is to create dialogue between people from very different backgrounds through the language of data. Um, because when you look at systemic issues and serious ones that we all want to tackle, I think people get tripped up in looking at specific stories or cases when there's a broad issue at hand and it's best to look at the data and, and try and figure out very concretely and very uh, in, a, in a nuanced way, what are the inferences you can make, what are the inferences you cannot make, and where do differences appear. 
Um, and you doing that with data is, is subtle, but so important to teach because that informs a lot of discussion later in life and makes people engaged and informed citizens. So um, giving people a common language around data to, to talk about those things, I think is a, another goal. Really great for trying to make these concepts applicable to the real world. So I think that's really great what we are doing. If someone wasn't enrolled in the statistics course or if they weren't planning on getting a statistics degree in college, is there still value as a high school student of learning data science and learning statistics? Oh, of course. Um, and I think you don't have to necessarily want to study statistics in order to use statistics. And I think if you ask anyone in their daily lives what kind of math they're using nowadays to interpret the news, to think about issues in the world, to uh, do stuff in their own workplace. It's statistics, it's not calculus, it's not algebra, it's statistics. Um, and not to rag on those things too much, but not certainly not geometry, but not, I don't wanna rag on those other things too much, but uh, statistics is where it's at. I mean, that's just, that's just it, that's it. Um, and I think too, when people think about what they're going to study in, say in college or um, what's gonna be used in their workplace, um, statistics is used in all sorts of areas. It's used in the sciences, it's used in social science, um, it's even being used in literary studies more often, um, it's just everywhere in, in academia. Um, and if you want to understand things like how the economy works, if you wanna understand things like how uh, the police use differential uses of force uh, with different populations of society. If you wanna understand things like um, how to make your business grow, um, how to decide if a new medical treatment for stroke works, um, how to assess whether or not a psychological theory is, is uh, real based on lab data, it's, it's all with statistics. Um, and different sectors will have different ways of using data and statistics. Um, but they're all based on these fundamental tenets that we teach in, in stats courses. Um, so it's, it's definitely worth learning, even though you might not be wanting to study statistics itself. Yeah, for sure. And especially since now we are seeing like an increase in demand for data science professionals, but we're not seeing that same increase in the number of students who wish to pursue the field because data science, like you said, is everywhere. It's all in science is also in artificial intelligence. It's literally taking over our entire society, but we're just not seeing that same push towards learning data science for students as we are for, let's say, computer science. We hear adults all around us saying coding is a hot skill. Everyone needs to learn it. But even though we do live or we're shifting towards a data-driven society, we're not seeing that same push towards data science and statistics. So do you think there is a reason for that? Do you think it has something to do with the curriculum or how it's being taught right now? Like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of a, a slow push down the chain of education um, from what I've seen. So I actually, I'm currently a master's student at Harvard in their data science program. Um, so I'm currently, you know, studying some of the most uh, up to date and uh, you know at the edge of, of what's being developed right now, data science techniques, um, including all the comp coding components that go along with them and prediction and machine learning and all that. Um, and it's that kind of skill set, kind of the more hardcore data science-y skill set 
um, is something that is, I think, used by um, a, a, a growing, certainly, but a small number of people. Um, and they're, be, they're able to use it with a, a great amount of, of um, applicability to different fields uh, in business. And, and so I, I think we've, we've been centered around calculus as the epitome of high school math for so long. Um, it's gonna it's gonna take a bit to restructure things to to put statistics and data science at, at the forefront. Um, but if you look at where the demand is growing, it's not in uh, calculus based skill sets. It's very much in data science and statistics. And I, I also think a, a kind of more minor point in this discussion is um, there's for me a bit of a, a bifurcation between like traditional statistics and and more data science. Um, I think they both have the same fundamental tenets. Um, and I think when people speak more about data science, they talk more about prediction algorithms and, and machine learning and artificial intelligence and um, database work um, and working with big data. When people talk more about statistics, it's more like inferential, kind of what kinds of claims you can make. Um, and I, I, I think people try and draw a line there, but I don't think that's always the best line to draw. I think they both talk to each other, statistics and data science, and I, I think they both uh, inform not only a way of, of doing things in the world, but also a way of thinking about the world and thinking about evidence very clearly. Like the questions of what predictions can I make with this and what inferences can I make with this are not just useful for students to know in terms of the demand that there is for those skills, but also in terms of like people knowing how to make inferences and predictions in the world around them. Um, and I think if we have a society of people who know how to do that at some sort of baseline level, that's a good thing for everyone. I, yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned, like, in your perspective, the difference between data science and statistics, because right now, there is sort of like, are they the same thing? Are they different? Or everyone sort of has their own working definition of what data science or what statistics is. And a lot of the times when I like ask my friends, hey, what do you want to go into in the future? you always hear like, I wanna go into health science or I wanna become a business professional, but rarely do you ever hear, I want to become a statistician or a data scientist. So I think what you spoke about, about how that has to sort of trickle down from the various school systems is really crucial in this conversation. And you also touched on how data literacy right now is also so important just because every day we have all these different data presented to us, but being able to infer what that means or draw conclusions from that is also equally as, as important. So what do you think the value of communicating statistical concepts to someone who may not understand or may not have that same educational background to understand it from a statistics or a mathematical standpoint while still teaching them how to infer and draw conclusions from different data? Yeah, I mean that's tremendously valuable, um, and I think it's a it's a valuable skill set, the ability to communicate um, what sometimes are very nuanced ideas about data in a in plain language and a language that people can understand. It's not only valuable um, in a like monetary sense. Like I think people can find that skill set to be valuable in, in applying for workplaces, like you know, in PR or in um, the ability to communicate with managers and up and down a supply chain. Um, I think it's also valuable in a social sense um, and, and it, it creates common good being able to 
take a very intricate skill set of analyzing data and simplify things and, and broadcast out what you learn um, because it, it helps others understand what you've seen in data. And also I think um, if you are properly communicating, um, it helps people understand what are the limitations of what you know. Um, and, and that helps people figure out, okay, where is there evidence of, of something happening versus where is the evidence unclear and where can there be productive versus unproductive disagreement? Um, and when you're talking about the worlds of say politics, that's, that's huge. Um, and that can't be understated. So yeah, I think it's a, it's a very important skill set. And actually, believe it or not, when I was in college myself as an undergrad, I was actually an English major. Um, and I was interested in English and math and stats for me was the combination of those things, uh, the communication side and, um, understanding things through a more quantitative side. Um, so yeah, it's a skill set that's very close to my heart. Um, and as a teacher, you know, that's something I, I do is I communicate all day to students and with students and let them communicate. Um, and so that's something we try and foster with the, the SKUs curriculum too. I think that's really interesting how you describe data science or statistics as sort of the intersection between communication and also mathematics. I think that's a really new perspective that I haven't actually thought about myself, but I think is really valuable. With statistics, you sort of adopt a more stochastic view of the future, a more random perspective where not everything is fixed or can be solved using, using mathematics. And you sort of shift from seeing the world from black and white to more of a gray or a colorful pan of, or a spectrum. So in your perspective, what was the biggest shift for you after learning statistics? Did you find there was a big change in your mindset or how you viewed daily life? Yeah, well, I think um, the, the beautiful power of statistics is to make you very certain about your uncertainty. Uh, it's, it's quantitatively defining exactly how uncertain I am about different situations and also defining when I'm also uncertain about my uncertainty because I don't know, it might be bias estimates or whatnot. Um, and so it, it really refines your thinking to the point where you can do very clear expected value calculations and very clear um, variance calculations of what outcomes will, might happen. Um, and, and that shift towards thinking through uh, uh, not will, but might um, and waiting what that might looks like is, is super important for decision-making in daily life as well as a systemic level. I think also what you, you said brings up another interesting point for me in the education sector is um, I think one thing that's preventing um, the shift towards statistics education throughout the math world happening at a, a faster speed is the people who go into teaching math and statistics at a K through 12 level are people who enjoyed math in their own schooling. And math in their own schooling, as has traditionally been, is like it's the, the science of complete predictability. It is there are a certain set of rules and algebraic steps and there is structure to everything and there is no randomness. Everything is fixed. Um, and, and so people who enjoy that end up becoming math teachers and then they teach math like that as well. Um, and when you take those teachers and say, here's an AP stats book, teach AP stats, at first they sometimes impose that view of like, okay, it's all about formulas. It's all about um, specific procedures and, and it's, it's all gonna be pretty formulaic and, and step-based. And 
Um, what I think we need to shift towards is, is taking statistics as what it is, which is, as you said, a stochastic study, a study of what is truly fundamental random things. Um, and, and the more we can make that paradigm shift happen in our teaching workforce at the same time as our curriculum, I think the more powerful all the material will be. So if I understood you correctly, it's sort of just taking these concepts that are pretty arbitrary right now or are not sort of students are not making that connection to what actually happens in the real world, but sort of shifting that so they can gain a better sense of how statistics actually is really random. Like you said, it's all about uncertainty and how um, statistics applies to our everyday lives. Yes, exactly. And um, I think to you, uh, there's, there's a very nice thing about realizing how uncertain you are about especially prior beliefs that you have. I think one thing with Skew Script that I've learned as students have uh, done these lessons about very charged topics, right? Like you're talking about immigration, you might have some very strong prior beliefs about um, what the pool of immigrants to the United States might look like. Um, and then you look at some data sets and you look at um, the situation in which the data was gathered, you look at making inferences from that data and you might come out with some of your beliefs challenged um, or some of your beliefs verified, but then also this more challenging thing, which is there is some uncertainty that we can't resolve with the data. Um, and I think refining our viewpoints to, to allow for that uncertainty and, and not to be like, I know this for fact, but saying, I don't know this, I'm gonna act in this way, given that I don't know this um, is something very important for our political discourse. Um, I think that's that's also a very important part of, of statistical thinking. Yeah, so sort of using mathematics as a tool to arrive at an answer, but from there, how to interpret that and how to carry the meaning from what you see. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's kind of like the inferential perspective. You can also do it with the more kind of machine learning, artificial intelligence, predictive perspective too, where it's like, you can make some models for making predictions. Um, and then you have to really interrogate, are these ethical predictions? Are these accurate predictions? Um, and that also takes a lot of statistical thinking and a lot of being comfortable with uncertainty and, and more, more so being comfortable naming that you're uncertain um, and knowing when to scale it back. Yeah, for sure. And as you have taught a lot of high school students before in the past, do you have any recommendations for any like listeners out there who may be interested in getting into data science, but don't really understand what the field entails or how they can continue to pursue their passion in statistics? Yeah, I think um, one is uh, statistics classwork is always a good thing. Um, so, you know, most high schools will have some sort of statistics course and, um, and certainly colleges do. Um, I think there's a lot of learning one can do online as well. Um, you can go to, for example, skew the script and, uh, there's also stuff on Coursera and, and all sorts of things. And, and, you know, you have to be a little bit wary of, uh, what's a good source versus what's a bad source. Um, but you can sort that out pretty reasonably. Um, and I think the, the best thing is, is getting to actually work with data. Because um, it's nice to learn these the principles of things, but if you're not getting your hands dirty with a data set that is not clean and pre-trimmed and 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 
you might need to do some real work with it. That, that gives you a sense of what it's like to work with data and, and then helps it develop your intuition for the concepts because you are authentically exploring what it means to make an inference or a prediction from, from what data you get. Um, so, and finding data sets uh, is very easy over Google. Um, there's a great website called Gapminder um, that allows you to look at cross-national data sets of different indicators of like society. Um, and you can also look at different uh, academic literature um, in any field of interest for you, whether that's like psychology, economics, business, sciences, because um, most of those papers will have a data set attached to them or data set to analyze, and you can replicate the results or make your own conclusions from what they have. And, and I think as the last step of that is like, once you actually go into the workplace, um, being able to ask your manager for an opportunity to look at data and to analyze data for whatever company or organization or whatever you work for um, is really helpful for organizations to one, see the value of data as they have been in recent years, um, but also a chance for you yourself to, to explore it in a context that's really relevant for you because it's, it's your organization. Um, so that, that can always be fun. Like you said, having a sort of statistical investigation or applying these concepts to an in, like a subject you're passionate about, do you think there would be a benefit if this was sort of integrated into the curriculum, if these statistical concepts were taught earlier on, so students had the knowledge by the time, let's say, they're in grade 10 or grade 9 to perform a statistical investigation of their choosing, do you think that would help sort of foster a passion for data science or help students in high school right now understand sort of what the field is a little better? Yeah, for sure. I mean, what you have right now is in elementary, middle school, very contrived situations where you get a data set of like 12 data points about uh, heights in your classroom. And then you find me, medium and mode. And it's very dry. Um, and I think that there's, there's two parts of that that are really sad. Um, the first part that's really sad is that it's so unmotivating a topic most of the time that students are not eager to really explore anything in more depth, to really test their understanding, to really uh, hone the skills of analyzing data. When really those skills and, and the topics you can explore with data are probably the most interesting ones in the entire math curriculum that you'll, you'll, you'll get. Um, and the other thing too about that kind of situation where it's a contrived small data set is you're not really getting the chance to collect the data yourself. You're not really getting a chance to clean the data yourself. You're not really getting the chance to look at large trends over big data sets. And you're not really getting the chance to do a, a start to finish data project yourself where you have your own vision, you have your own motivation for doing something and you get to see it to its conclusion and, and, and do a full project. Um, so I think movements towards getting relevant data sets and getting students to explore topics that interest them and getting students to, to uh, find data and or use data that's not already like pre-packaged um, would be extremely helpful in those earlier grade levels. Um, and that way you have not only that skill set, but that motivation coming into high school where you're gonna learn some more intricate math processes related to statistics. And then in, in college, we're gonna learn like the, the highest level stuff. Because um, right now what it's like is boring, 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 boring. And then you hit like your second semester of college, you're like, oh, this is actually really cool. 
uh, half the time. And the other half the time, people are like, get a bad professor. And it's like, I'm not even like that. So it, it, the, the, certainly more can be done down the chain of, of education. Yeah, so sort of just having that shift in mindset happen earlier in the education chains, as opposed to by the time you're an undergrad and you missed out completely because you just didn't have that exposure to statistics. I think personally that if students had this earlier exposure to statistics and really figured out what like the essence of the field was, a lot more people would be interested in this field, like as you said, because it is a combination of so many different fields and data science is used across all the industries. So I think personally for me, that shift sort of happened this year when I just chose to take AP Stats because prior to this, I really did not know what statistics was. Data management was my least favorite unit in math like, <laughs> as a whole. So for me, it was sort of just randomly, I took AP stats and I figured out, wow, this is, this is relevant to everyday life. So I think that's sort of the danger of an outdated and uninspired and bland high school and elementary curriculum in regards to data science. Yeah, for sure. And a question for you, do you feel like if you have been introduced to like more relevant statistics earlier on in your education career, you'd be in a different place right now with statistics? I think definitely, because for me, the year prior to this, in my summer of grade 11, I did sort of like an investigation with a piece of data set to test if the level of education of the parents has an impact on how much support they give the education to their children. So that was sort of, for me, the turning point of where I got interested into statistics as well. But I definitely think if from grade three to grade eight, if I had more to my data management education than simply using a bar graph to model different heights and, their, and the size of their hands, I certainly would have fostered this passion earlier on. And then perhaps I could have done more with my data science education, which would lead me to a different point than I am now, for sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, it, it sounds like you, I mean, even doing this podcast effort uh, is a great leap forward <laughs> in um, exploring statistics. And um, it sounds like you've been able to do some amazing projects. So I'm sure there's a very bright future ahead. Um, and I'd love to get to know some of your work as, as you get deeper into this field of study. Um, and another question I have for you is um, you frame this podcast as one of data science and uh, kind of that futuristic angle of was, you know, the new statistics uh, and computer heavy statistics and all that. Um, what makes you interested in data science specifically? For me, what really struck my interest or piqued my interest in data science was sort of how useful it is just in everyday life and across all these different disciplines as well. Because you see data science being used everywhere from like DNA to genetics to even calculating a standardized test score. But for me, what was missing was that piece of how can I use these concepts I learned into these real life scenarios so after I sort of gained more exposure to data science in the real world, how that's used in artificial intelligence, how it can explain things like who wins a Grammy or who wins at the Oscars, yeah. I found sort of that relevance of data science in everyday life, which is sort of what inspired me to pursue my interest in the field. Awesome. Awesome. So I was wondering if there are any more topics that we haven't touched on that you want to expand a bit more on. Um, no, I don't think so. I, I think this is a great conversation. And um, yeah, I think 
the more we can do within the education sector to expand students' opportunities to explore statistics and the more we can do to make that process as relevant as possible and as interesting as possible, the better. Um, so I'm glad that you were doing this effort to do this podcast and to um, reach young people who are just exploring the field maybe for the first time in high school. Um, so thank you for doing all this. Thank you so much for being on Behind the Curves. And this was Mr. Young Saber. And thank you everyone for listening.